Yo, what up, guys? Welcome back to the fastest growing sports gambling podcast in the tri state area. We got double A Anthony Alessino. We got the graduate Brian Castiglione. And my name, as always, is James Hawkins. And this is Par Play Group. Welcome, welcome. It is NFL Week 18 Parlay Vu podcast. Right off the bat, I got a little certain text last night from a certain someone referencing a certain deal that he remembered being made. The Philadelphia Eagles have clinched a playoff spot at eight and seven. They're eight and seven right now. I, I don't know. No, they can't be eight and seven. They made they're nine and seven right now. Positive record, playoff berth. I will apologize to Connor. <laughs> I will co- apologize to the city of Philadelphia. But I will not apologize to the organization that is the <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles. Because the fact of the matter remains that I still don't think they're very good. <laughs> I think you... I think... <laughs> when you do us an apology, if it's going to be sincere... So conditions to the apology. Yeah. If it's sincere, make it sincere. And look gonna... and look at the camera like you're talking to Connor. He's unpacking his box. I would look, look Here's at the camera. <laughs> look at the camera like you're talking to Connor. Apologize. That's just uh, it's part of the game. Jamal Fox, aka Connor McGee. I apologize to you, my friend. You are watching playoff football for your team this year. The rest of us are not. And for the slander on your team at the start of the year, I do apologize. But I will say that they're still not very good. <laughs> they lost one to the Giants this year. In this, in the other game, they they the Giant it was three nothing at halftime. The last uh, time they played, yeah. and then it was it ended the like Giants, eighty to they let the three. Giants hang around for an entire half. Um, I do think they're going to get the seven seed and get romped in the first round. But that's neither here nor there. Any, <laughs> you guys got anything to say about the Eagles before I move it on? Um. I don't know. I never really, I never really thrashed the Eagles yeah, openly. Never, it's never personal. I never, you know, I never, I never thought they were really that good. But I do have some insider information though. I knew this was going to happen before I entered the studio today. Oh, I knew about the text. I didn't know there was a, an apology statement written up, but I knew about the text. Oh, that, well, I didn't write any of that. I just, that was <laughs> that was heartfelt. It was heart. So then we know it was from the heart. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. All right, I can get behind it. I mean, yeah, Eagles. You know, let's see. Wow me, Jalen. Get yeah, out of the, get yeah, out of the first round. Team still has three first round picks and an opportunity to replace your ass real quick. So. The problem is, here's the problem, and I'll just say this. If they end nine and eight, it's weird. If they end ten and seven, you're really wrong. If they end nine and eight, it was like, well, you were kind of right. Does it matter if they get romped in, in the first round? No matter mm, how I don't know. Way. It just feels they weird. They they will probably, but it feels it just feels weird. Ten and seven and nine and eight are is. so different to me. They're gonna come in as a, the six right, or seven, no matter it, what. How much better is ten and seven than nine and seven? Right. Cause so if, cause on paper, because if we run this back to you know every year that's ever happened before this, where there's seventeen or uh, sixteen games in seventeen weeks, right? Nine and seven is probably your equivalent to ten and seven, right? No, I don't think so. Well, it's not ten and six. I, I don't know. I think we gotta. I think we gotta wait and see. Uh, you know, in, in the next couple of years, you're gonna find out like what makes the playoffs. Does does ten and seven make the playoffs, or does yeah. nine and eight make the playoffs? Like what? 
it's just weird to me that you can win one more than half your games and you're, <laughs> and you're in. All right, whatever. It's like the Seahawks went seven and nine that year in the terrible NFC West, and they hosted a playoff game. Yeah, they I... had to play a playoff game at home, and then they won. And then he held his he held, he held his stick. His yeah, all right, go ahead. So moving on, uh, we're going to take a little bit of time to address the world of football outside of the NFL. Who took a bigger hit this weekend, the non-Power Five conferences or the Big Ten? Now, I know Jack and Brian not as well-versed on college as us. Real quick, Power Five conferences in the college football are the SEC, the ACC, the Big 12, the Big Ten, and the Pac-12. Everybody else outside of that group of five or the non-Power Five. Essentially, they've gotten no respect since the inception of the college football playoff because arguably they don't deserve any okay. because they don't play anybody. So Cincinnati all year, they went undefeated. They well, for a couple thing. years, they've been absolutely on fire. Cincinnati, yeah. But all year this year, every time, you know, I think they did it quarterly up until the last week of, you know, how often do they does the committee get together? Uh, it's like quarterly up until the last month of the year, and then uh, they do weekly. it every week. Yeah. Something like that. They were never five, six, seven. They were never in the last seating before, the, before everything was said and done. They bumped them up to four. They got the playoff shot. They play Alabama. They get... I mean, 27-3 doesn't look that bad, but it was never close. Now, my argument from the start would always be, let him go. Let him go and get fucking smacked by Alabama or Georgia, and then we never talk about it again. Cincinnati has a lot on their shoulders because if they go out and they won't even look competitive against one of these SEC schools, because we didn't know if it would be Bama or Georgia yet at the time. Yeah. If they go out and they don't even look competitive, the, non, the group of five are done for like the next 10 years minimum. In this format, I think the group of five are done. Like UCF was the big argument a couple of years ago because they won like 30 straight games over the course of three years. You put them in the playoffs, they had to play Clemson in one of those games. Forget about it. 68-3, to three, it, it could have been. Yeah, but look at it the other way. If they beat them... Yeah, well, if they beat them, then it would have opened up the conversation for for the group of five. But yeah, now, Alabama's a tough now team. Now that they didn't, yeah, but I think but then so Georgia goes out and Michigan. There were people arguing they should be the one seed, and they play this great game against Ohio State. They dominate the Big Ten all year, thirty-five to fucking three. It was the number one defense against the number one rushing attack, and defense trounced it. So who who looks worse here, Big Ten or a group of five? I guess Big Ten, not Power Five. Yeah, because Big Ten, there'll be Big Ten schools that get back. Yeah, not Power Five. Not Power Five are done for a while. I mean, unless, yeah, I, I can't see. The, the the way to fix it, honestly, go to eight. Just yeah. go to eight. What is the problem? Or ten. I think the one, they pre- they're, the one they're trying to do now is ten with two buys. First two teams get a buy. Fine, great. Let's do that because enough's enough. Like these, the four teams. It's because you know what? As much as I like, I don't like Notre Dame at all. As much <laughs> as I don't like Notre Dame at all, I would have loved to see them in it. They were hanging around four, five, three the whole year, and they didn't even win their bowl game. No, I, I know, I know, yeah, yeah I know. And Oklahoma State would have been in that top ten too, right? Yeah. They were eight. They were six, I thought. Oh, eight. Uh, six or eight. Blah, 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 blah. I think it was. I think Dan- Notre Dame was six, and they were eight, right? I think, Clearly, or whatever. Yeah. But I don't know. I think it's not their fault. You know, it's not that team's fault that they're not a power five. You know what I mean? But you see that there's not pros coming out of there like that. 
you know. Right. I just feel like part of the being a, a, a group of five school, like the ceiling for you is a New Year's Day bowl game that isn't in the playoff rotation that year. And that should be fine. If you get to play in the Rose Bowl for an at-large bid or you get to play in the Sugar Bowl or the Cotton Bowl or the Fiesta Bowl, if that's – I mean, that's that should be as good as it gets for you guys. And, and What makes me laugh is that <laughs> the NCAA is ran more like a business than the NFL is. And that just makes me laugh that these schools – like Alabama will go and play a no-name school – for one for one week, you know what I mean. It happens in basketball more than than football, just to create ad revenue. You know, re- not ad revenue, but revenue for that school that they play. You play Alabama, you're making a couple of million dollars. Just no matter by, what, just by playing the game. No matter what, no matter Alabama's what, Alabama's going to pay you. Show up, get your ass show up, get your ass handed to you. Yeah. Be happy you're here. Here's a check, and thanks. Like that, <laughs> like that's that's crazy to me. So, and yeah, the, I mean. The big schools start their, you know, the pre-conference games by having I, tune-up games. I never. And the bad schools start their seasons, their non-conference seasons, by having getting wall-up games. I never <laughs> believe Cincinnati could beat Alabama or Georgia. I think Georgia's the best team, personally. Could they have beat Michigan? Probably not. But would it have been nice? I don't know. Yeah. Power five, non-power five definitely took the hit. I mean, do you guys have a say on this? Nope. You don't have to. That's fine. Just letting it go. I'll finish up the college football quicker then. I want to give the shout-out to Jackson Smith and Jigba, Ohio State wide receiver, Rose Bowl. You hear about this that line? No. 16 targets, 15 grabs, 347 yards, and three touchdowns in a Rose Bowl win. That is the... Highest receiving yardage output by a receiver in a bowl game by about 45 yards, I think. I think the highest was 3-0-something. Uh, now, when I originally <laughs> saw the stat line, I figured this game was a blowout. It was a 48-45 to last-second field goal win. Oh, my God. So, good for them. Anything about Jackson Smith and Jigler? Does that help his stock? Well, he's not going to come out this year, I don't think. No, no, no. We're saying does it I mean, help his – well, still, you know it's a – Going into next year, I mean, Olave was out. And I forget the other guy's name. Their, their top two wide receivers were out. He yeah. steps in. I don't know if you remember. This kid went viral in high school a couple of years ago. He was on the backside of a play. Smith and Jigba. Mm-hmm. So on the backside of a play, ran like a – it was a ghost route, you know, because he was never going to be involved. But it was just a hard slant. Put the guy on the ground and turned around and started laughing at him. Oh, really? He know. just, like, went, you know, a double cut to run a quick slant route. And on the inbreak, the kid hit, lost his shoes. Lost his laces. Oh, I never did. It was, um, it's like those old Lamar highlights where you remember seeing I was it. just about to say that. And then, and You've seen the Lamar highlight yeah. that where he stops yeah. and, and, and whoop. Well, I remember and seeing it as like, you know, a week after it happens. And then all of a sudden you yeah, but, like, holy shit, that was Lamar. But Jackson. that never happens like that. It's always like, though, there's that guy that we'll never see again that had that good yeah. move. They don't go pro. They don't become an MVP. Like, that, ah, damn. This kid could be. I think he's got another year in college, though. Like, see, now this is what I'm saying. So, did your did, so non power five quarterbacks, right? Does that affect, like, when you look at their draft stock, does that you take that in consideration? The quarterbacks? Yeah, like players from non power five schools. 
right? I always take it into consideration. I the competition. A lot of people always take. You it have that. to, right? You always take it into right. consideration. Like the best player on Cincy, the best. People the, still talk about Zach Wilson playing at BYU and then going number two overall when Mac Jones played in the SEC. Yeah. So the best lineman on Cincy is probably as good as the worst lineman on Alabama. Well, not even. Starters, not probably not even. You got to remember Alabama, all SEC schools at the line of scrimmage are have th- NFL talent. Mm-hmm. There, I mean the the Alabama defensive linemen that they've turned out over the years, Quentin Williams, Leonard Williams. I mean those two over the back to back drafts. That that's not enough to explain to you the point I'm trying to make. No, yeah, hundred percent. They're 100%. turning out top ten talent, and then Alabama and Clemson, I think, and Ohio State. They're the ones that are always setting records by how many players they get drafted every year. Like that was the big argument against Tua is he's throwing to two receivers that went in the first round of the NFL draft. Like they always say in that Alabama, Alabama can't produce quarterbacks at the pro level. Mm-hmm. That's what they say. But they sure as shit produce wide receivers. Yeah. So isn't that weird? Like that's weird to me. They sure as shit produce running backs. It's like Julio Jones. Now I could be wrong about this, but I'm almost positive Julio Jones's quarterback at Alabama was Greg McElroy. Greg McElroy, very good quarterback for Alabama. Yeah. Had a shot in the NFL, which most of those guys wouldn't even get. He had it because he wound up in a, had a cup show of coffee. organization of the Jets. Yeah, had a <laughs> cup of coffee. Um, C.J. Stroud, next Giants quarterback? No. You don't, no? <laughs> no. And then my last point on college football real quick. How, how do we feel about the opt-outs? Uh, of the of the Opting of the bowl, bowl of of bowl, players yeah. of the bowl game, <clears throat> I think it's a I think it's okay. I'm okay with it. Honestly, I think it's a good thing. Not a good thing, but I don't think it's a bad thing. Um, I think too many times we look at a player, and I do this a lot. A player team like um, situation, and we side with the team mm-hmm. too many times. And I think, like, in something like this, I know the the NIL, now they can get paid, right? But it's still not that. And if you're a guy who's not playing in a – now, it's different if it's the playoffs. If it's different, if you can go well, capture a so national title. this is title. what I wanted to bring up. What if Bryce Young just decided, I made about $2 milli in NIL this year. I'm not going to play in the playoffs. No, uh, that would be weird. That would be Bush League to me. That's, like, kind of giving up on – Especially because no. I don't think he's draft eligible. Yeah. And especially if you're not draft eligible, then that's weird. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't Jadavion Clowney, like, not play his last season? No. Like, I sparsely? Think... Or was it Chase Young? One of them, like, sparsely no, played. No, Chase Young got hurt and then hung it up. Early. Chase, like, Chase he could have came back, but he was like, fuck yeah. that. I'm just. Yeah, it was like yeah. a high ankle. And then he All right. Up. No, no, no. Jadavion, Jadavion, I believe, just sat out of the bowl game. Okay. You got to remember, he played at South Carolina. Like, they were good, but they were never going to make it yeah. to the playoffs. Like, I feel like for, like, J- Jadavion made that play, that famous play, oh, you know, yeah. that play where he got yeah. behind the last scrimmage. And I feel like since then, like, since at that point, everyone knew, all right, well, this guy's, like, even before then, but, like, bona fide NFL guy. And he just had to coast. And they still say about him, right? Don't they still say about him that his motor isn't 100% on every play? Like, that's his problem. So, I don't know. Opting out, totally agree with it. If you're not in the playoffs, if you're draft eligible, totally cool. I'm, I'm good with it. Because you see now that 
There are guys, there are college players that tear their, tear their ACL, and it doesn't even affect their draft stock overwhelmingly. That's that's what the SVP was saying about Matt Coral. If Matt Coral still winds up going in the top 25. Are you shocked? That's what no, I'm saying. Thought, it's a high ankle sprain, first and foremost. No, 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 I know. But, but I'm saying, would you have been shocked? Went, he could have destroyed his hip and never played again. But I know. Yeah, but you, I, you could, that could happen. Your, your career could end on any snap. They teach but you. But I, I just feel like I just feel like now, unless it's baseball and it's a shoulder injury or it's a running back or a wide receiver and it's a torn Achilles or patella tendon, most of it is viewed as, we'll, we'll fix you up. Yeah. And they recover, like these guys recover, like they're all young. They all recover from ACL injuries now fairly well. You know what I mean? The big, the big uh, story everyone always points to is Jake Butt. Yeah. Who's now out of the NFL. Yeah. Jake Butt, I believe, had a ceiling of the third round. And that's and he, this is the guy who, who, the tight end who had the insurance on him. He took out an insurance policy yeah. on himself. Yeah. Because he was supposed to go in the third round, so it was like X amount of dollars for every round he didn't get drafted in. You know that to make up for the money, he but he wasn't lost. Kyle Pitts. No, you know what I mean. No, like no, no. he wasn't. So yeah. it's like he could have been out of the NFL regardless if he got hurt or not. By now, that's my point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. So you, you at the end of the day, you like you're running the ri- like. Look at a guy like Nick Chubb. Tore both Her- of his ACLs. horrific injury yeah. in college. He tore both of his ACLs in college, and then he tore another one in the NFL. Seen him get hurt in college. Oh, it was a horrific but hit. I know it was a really bad knee. And then he tears it, in and the, then he tore it in the NFL too. I and remember that. yeah, and then he's like, "I'll be top five rushing." So yeah. it's possible. It's With not no like, gloves, old yeah, school. yeah. Oh, it's yeah. so wild, wild, so dude. it's possible. You wild know what I mean? Man. You can't. But yeah, it, like I said, I don't think there's a there's no real reason to opt out if you're not draft eligible. I think that's a little. I think that's a little wild. Um, and I, I know if it was me and I had to go play again. The next year with a guy who opted out in a bowl game for me, I'd be like, yeah, that'd be weird. really? Yeah, this guy's not for us. Yeah, like this he, guy's not about the boys. He's, oh, he only cares about himself, which is fine. But then at the same time, I'm like, you know what? If you draft eligible and this bowl and this this bar stool bowl game, the pinstripe bowl game means nothing to you. Do you think? Yeah. Bite everyone. I, the, 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 the Frito Lay <laughs> bowl game. Yo, you're good. Now the Rose the Bowl. Might, the mighty key car care bowl. Yeah. Now the Rose Bowl or the playoffs. Pretty prestigious, you know what I mean? But whatever. What else you got? Yeah, I mean, my my opinion on it is if you want to play, that's great. If you don't want to play, that's great. Whatever you want to do, who else who else is gonna tell you what's best for you? You know? That's how I feel about it. Brian. I'm fine with it. I don't really watch college football that much, but why mess up your career for a bowl game if you already know you're NFL bound? Fair enough. All right, let's move into the NFL stories. Here's my first big one here. With the Kansas City loss, Tennessee has moved into the number one seed and the bye. Are they? I know they're not the best team in the AFC. Are they the sixth best team in the AFC? Seventh best team in the AFC? They're the best. Chiefs are the two. They're better. Cincinnati's the three. They're better. Buffalo's the four. They're better. New England's better than them. I'm, call, I'm talking the, about right now. I, currently as constructed. I have an incredible fear. And I don't think Colts are in yet, actually. Before we, get, before we uh, keep going, I just want to bring this one. As far as like the weighted stats right, and the DVOA on defense, they are worse than all other teams except the Los Angeles Chargers in the AFC in D, defensive DVOA. So 
I have a genuine fear that the Titans make a run. <laughs> Stop. Don't say that. I have a I have the funniest of feelings. They're gonna get this by. Cause let's be honest. So if they win, if they win, they have it, right? Yeah, and this week they got Houston. So, so they win, so they win, they get the bye. Then they're off next week. Yep. And then here comes Derrick Henry. Here comes Julio Jones. Is it, is it guaranteed that he's back, Derrick Henry? You know there were rumblings that, of him playing this past no, 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 Sunday. I, yeah, I, know. I remember. I remember when he toured initially. They're like they could. He could. Be no, no, no. But you know, if you're you know Derrick Henry himself, right? If they're in a position where is like play. chomping at the bit, like I never thought we'd be in this position. <laughs> you're gonna give me a bye week. Yeah, my legs feel good. Oh, oh god. Oh no. That's a, oh no. Bust off one eighty. Oh no. So Ryan Tannehill can win without him. Imagine what he could do with him. Yeah. Uh, AJ Brown shows up like AJ Brown has if, one of those weeks. If he was arguably maybe ready to go this past week, and right, they they pretty much should be able to hold on to the bye unless we're wrong about tiebreaker and, and math and stuff. I don't. I no, they got it. If they, they want. win and they have it, yeah. And you're gonna have the bye to let him rest up. I would rather if you look at Derek and you say, Derek, can you go? And the doctors have already cleared him, and Derek's like, I'm ready to go. I want to get him 10 touches on Sunday because you don't want the first time for him to feel real hit to be the first quarter. Because if you go right. for two whole weeks planning that we have Derek back and then Derek goes down again in the first quarter. Maybe, yeah. What, you know, I, 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 don't I, want, I want to see him get hit and how he re- as long as everything lines up. He I, feels good. The doctors feel good. He's been medically cleared. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying you're going to give him the ball 30 times. Let him get 10 to 12 touches. Let him feel some real hits and see how that knee feels. It's the knee, right? Or his no, foot. Frank. It's his, his foot, foot. Yeah. right. So even more reason to let him. Because all you have to do is plant once to know with the right. Liz Frank injury if you're right or not. And right? he's a big boy, so yeah. that's a lot of weight coming down. I thoroughly believe that the Titans can beat the Chiefs. Uh, I mean, any given Sunday, right? Right. I, I And I thoroughly believe they can beat I don't the Bengals. Think, I don't think Titans as currently constructed are beating the Chiefs. Yeah, I agree with Hal. I'm, I'm just saying. Like, if Derrick Henry comes back, that's a way Because you know it's going to be a bigger, shootout already because the defense is leaky. So, let's just say both wildcard teams lose, right? And it's the Bengals versus the Titans and the Chiefs versus the four seed, right? Who would be the Bills, assuming. That okay, Chiefs, Chiefs, Bills, Titans, um, Bengals. Weakest team in that group is born on the Tennessee Titans. And, yeah. gi- and give me Tennessee to beat the Bengals, 100%. I don't think because so, man. No, you don't, you don't think that, right? But they don't show up. There's like when Burrow shows so up. Every time we're ready to crown Cincinnati, they don't show. They don't show up, they don't show up yeah, and they I mean, won't show up. It's like happened twice this season. And it, it might not be against Tennessee, that right? But I, in my opinion, and I love the Bengals. I really do. Yeah. If I'm if I if I had to choose another fandom besides the Giants, I would probably choose the Bengals. I love the whole situation over there. But if you had to choose. One team that would just go blank one 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 week from now until the Super Bowl, I would choose the Bengals out of every team left. Bengals or the Chargers, those two teams, I think to go seven. blank. More you see the Bengals, they either lose by 30 or win by 30. I mean, it's weird. More often than not, in the NFL playoffs, and I know it's corny, it's a uh, stigma is not the word I'm looking for, but it, you know what I mean. Like, it's something, it's just, we say it all the time, but it's true. It always comes down to defense. Can you get a stop when you need one? 
Titans and the Chargers are two of the worst defenses in the NFL. Not of playoff teams, not of te- two of the worst defenses in the NFL. So I just um, you're hang you, if you can't hang your hat on getting a stop, I can't hang my hat on you. you know? I agree with that, and I'm I get it. I get the Bengal thing, but I just feel like Joe Burrow is gonna will a play. When you get when you get these three, four, five moments a game where you need to w- make something happen, Joe Burrow can make it happen against the Titans. It's very hard because, at least for me, the Titans rely so much on game script that you know you. So say you you really it's hard. It's really hard to bet on them. It's really hard to because if they take the lead and Henry is milking the ball and running it down your throat and wearing you out. And then it's play action, AJ Brown, and it's just moving the chains. And but you're already up fourteen nothing. They they jump out onto you, you know. Any NFL team can play defense if they know what's coming, right? So if they know Burrow's chasing twenty one points, and we're every time we get the ball, we're milking and milking and milking and milking. The Titans' defense isn't as bad as it is on paper because. Right, but if Derrick Henry, hundred percent, no, no, hundred percent. Derrick Henry comes back is a big if. Now uh, it's if he's shaking and moving. The, okay, let's just if he comes back, just by precedent of the league and with injuries, not even just football across all of the major four sports. Even if he does make a quick return, he's not. He's odds are he's not going to be what he was. Fine, Deontay Foreman, hard runner. He's filled in absolutely yeah, brilliantly. Brilliantly. I mean, I, mean, I think he had some personal shit going on, right? Because this is. I think he had some personal things that kept him bouncing around the league because, like, he was on Houston for a little bit. Yeah, he Houston couldn't find a spot for him. I think he had a Dewey or something. He had when some he was drafted, they. I remember drafting him in his rookie year. I think he got into some. I know he tore his Achilles. I think he got into some trouble in college, and then I feel like he might have had a Dewey. Oh, he got hurt too. If I'm. I might be confusing him with well, someone else, but whatever. I, I he, think he may have torn his Achilles. He, Texas, right? A while yeah, ago, Texas like college. Not like, he is balling out, and you know that's a good man. That's a good mix. If you have Henry and 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 because you know he's going to be playing less, he's going to be spelled a little bit yeah. more. Um, I don't know, man. I I'd like to see it because everyone is sleeping like, on him. You just look at the seven teams in the playoffs. If it all ended today, Tennessee, Kansas City. Cincy, Buffalo, New England, Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. All six of those teams are better than Tennessee currently as constructed, in my opinion. Sure, sure as hell feels like that, but I don't know if it plays out like that. Honestly, I don't. Right. Next. What's that? Final thoughts on this. I don't think the Titans get very far. To be honest with you, I think it's over relatively quickly. Remember, they only need to get two wins. Even, you think they? Uh, no, <laughs> I can't even convince myself. Honestly, I really can't. I. Even if they made it to the Super Bowl, when you say the name Titans and you say that two wins and a playoff run, how confident do you feel in that statement? I don't want I don't want to make it seem like I'm backing them as Super Bowl favorites because I'm not. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're but I but I'm it. just saying that I think this year is so wide open and this is a very fucked up, confusing year, yeah. not only for betting but for everything. That like I just see a lot of hot and cold going on. Like the Colts just lost to the Raiders. What are we doing? Yeah. Like, don't tell me the Titans can't beat the the Colts after they just lost to the Raiders. 
you know, that's all I'm saying. I mean, there's no consistency, and the consistency lied in the Chiefs. But, like, I'm waiting for it to be that game where they go back down to, to you know, revert themselves back to the Patrick Mahomes turnover show. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think it's likely to happen. I'm going to say this. Every team's biggest weakness in the AFC, run down the list, their biggest weakness of the Kansas City Chiefs, and this is going to be, I know, I can already feel it, is Patrick Mahomes. The biggest weakness of the Tennessee Titans is Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, that The biggest sense. weakness of the Indianapolis Colts is Carson Wentz. The big, the, what else? The biggest weakness of the only team that's that well, I could think of the time I had Josh Allen is the only strength of the Buffalo Bills. The only the only the biggest weakness of the Bills is everybody besides Josh Allen. The biggest weakness of the Chargers is their horrendous run defense. Thirty second in the league. If the Chargers, maybe. by some grace of God, line up and play the Titans, don't tell me over party, dude. Don't tell that's that what we call our, the Parlevu in all girl over. Oh my God! <laughs> don't 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 tell me. So you could. This is what I'm saying. So I don't want to spend too much time on the segment, but don't don't say that. Don't say that the Chargers as the seventh seed couldn't knock off the Bengals if they win and the Chiefs lose this week, right? Or whatever, however it plays out, where the Bengals could get the two seed because they could still get the one seed, the Bengals, if the Titans win and the Bengals win. Uh, if the Titans lose, Bengals win, and Chiefs lose, Bengals have the one seed. So it's definitely they can get the two seed. Bengals versus Chargers. That's no gimme. Don't tell me the Chargers can't win that game. No, they can. And if they do, and then they run into Tennessee – don't tell me Tennessee can't win that game. And then it's any given Sunday, one game to get to the Super Bowl. Oh, shit, Tennessee versus the Chiefs. All right, give me the Chiefs, but you never know. You know what I'm saying? The NFC, I'm more excited about the NFC. I think the, the Green Bay Packers. Let's I, be honest with us. I 100% am going to say this. This is what I'm going to say. Rams, dude, I'll die on really? I think it's going to be I am more I'm a little discouraged from what happened this week. I am, I will die I'm more confident than ever that it's not – the Buccaneers. Well, we That's got how I feel. We got time to get oh, into all it. Right. Okay. Yeah, Go yeah. Ahead. Next, uh, next discussion. You're starting a franchise right now. Would you rather? I can see it in your face. You already know what questions. Um, I'm ready. Would you rather have to start your franchise tomorrow? Jackpot, Joe Burrow, or fully loaded Justin Herbert? Burrow. Burrow this season has 15 pass touchdowns of 30 yards or more. That's number one in the league. Number two is Tam Brady with eight. So he has almost more than double. Joe Burrow on the season, 4,729 total yards, 36 total touchdowns, 14 picks, 70.4% completion percentage, current three seed. Herbie, 4,932 total yards, 38 total touchdowns, 14 interceptions. 67.3% completion percentage, current seven seed. Yeah, I'll, I mean, I'll take either, but if I had to choose, <laughs> I'm taking Burrow. Don't yeah, really, don't really, I Burrow. don't really know why. Am I basing it off their receiving core? Maybe. I, you know, I, I really don't know. Burrow's, Burrow's just got something, right? Because yeah. he's he, like, I've said it before. I'm not the only person who said it. He reminds me like Tom Brady. Reminds me a lot of Tom Brady. Because he's not, he doesn't have the strongest arm. He's not fast. He's not doesn't have any of the. He's not wowing anyone in the physical aspect of the game, right? Is Herbert a better physical athlete than Joe Burrow? Hundred and ten. Oh yeah, no yeah, yeah. About it. And my other issue with Joe Burrow is like, I don't want to say he's soft or he's injury prone yet, but he left yesterday's game. 
again with an injury. For one, the the, the bad knee injury last year, and they still don't protect him all too well. And he doesn't seem. You watched him slide two weeks ago, and like you, you see this. He kid's, still doesn't know what he's doing. It seems like he's. It, someone's yeah, got to get. Uh, someone's got to get Derek, Trey Turner someone's in Someone's got to get Derek Jeter in. No, there. Trey Turner. Trey Turner, the offensive lineman. No, 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 no. <laughs> the 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 shortstop of the Dodgers. <laughs> Unbelievable, his sliding ability. Just like it's like he's on a fucking magic carpet, dude. He just doesn't seem. He just doesn't seem. Uh, like conscious of protecting himself, which is like good, you know, it's a double edged sword. It's a good thing and a bad thing because he's willing to run over a strong safety at the goal line well, to score the touchdown. What are you going with, Burrow? Yeah. What yeah, are you I going think, with? What are you Burrow, going with? I'm also going with Burrow. I'm going to take Joe Burrow. Man. I knew that from the start. I kind of had my answer as quick as you did. Yeah. To be honest, <laughs> I do like Justin Herbert, though. Don't get me wrong. I yeah, think he's I mean, great. I just think e- either, right, either, right? Like, I mean, I'm, right. I'm not either kicking, or, either, I'm not kicking listen, either one of them out of my We're offense. not upset. Yeah, we're not upset at either of them. I just think I agree with you. Joe Burrow has some sort of if factor. I feel like he has some sort of clutch factor. He can get it moxie. done. Herbert's, yeah, yeah. The word for it is moxie. Herbert's more of a technical get the things that need to be done done in order to, you know, win the game, I feel like. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've seen this kid. I mean – like butter. It went oh, down. Went down. Yeah, it went down. Oh. You ain't got no case on that phone. That's Kid, the type of kids got type yams, of things you're dude. getting into over there. Kids got yams. I need to feel. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, Joe Burrow would be good. <laughs> With something like that's, that. That's who's got that a team. Flying. He like, might oh, be running faster than Joe He's Burrow. the fastest player in the MLB. So. <laughs> you saw the, the clip. Of him with the cigar in the locker room. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I mean, that's it right he's there. Just, that's the he's that guy. Right? Yeah, yeah. Fucking Jack. I don't know. Bro. I think I think both. I think both uh, offenses like completely trust them. Um, I don't know. Yeah, there's something about Burrow. I, I, I give give me Burrow. Give me Burrow. Right. Who would you take? Burrow. Burrow. Yeah. But I do love. Mr. I know you Justin like Justin Herbert. Herbert so, yeah. yeah. I mean, look at this point. Zach Wilson kind of looks like he's coming along yeah. a little bit. I'm not that upset about Zach. But that's uh, I was not, never upset about Zach. That's Wilson. not one of our talking points. So we're thank God. It. Is Rogers <laughs> going to get the MVP that he deserves this year? He better. Yeah, he'll get it. I sure hope so. I had to think about it. I said to Connor last night. Oh, I'm sorry, Jack. Go ahead. No, I am as sure as shit that this is an MVP that is well deserved. Right. Mm-hmm. I fear that he's not going to get it in light of the stardom of other people. Because you winning winning an MVP back to back, that is in in the NFL, that is an almost impossible accomplishment, no? Select few have done it. Few have done it, yes. In today's NFL with a team like Green Bay, a team that isn't I'm not gonna say the highlight plays, but there's not a lot of pop. You don't see like you'll you'll only see if Antonio Brown makes an insane catch, that's gonna that's gonna make it on Instagram. It's gonna make reels. You don't see these insane, super wild plays. You see good plays like Russell Douglas. How many picks in a row? Oh you yeah, see, yeah. You get stats like that. I feel like the the way that they're playing, it's not. It doesn't give wow to give votes for people to be like super. All right, I'm gonna counter that. The reason. Sorry to step no, on. No, no, go ahead. The reason that you say that it, he lacks these wow plays and you don't see the clips on reels and TikTok and this year. You're used to it. 
is because it's every fucking week. <laughs> you know, it's not for impressive. years. If every it's play's so impressive, funny. no play's impressive. It's so funny. You're talking about Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, yeah. like Rodgers, so Rodgers gets penalized for being so good. Last night I was watching the game, and um, it was right before halftime because I was fucking locked in on Aaron Jones. The throw to Lazar over the shoulder? Yeah, and it's just like... I mean, I'm sorry, Adams, yeah, Adams. It, 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 the exact throw, it went yeah. up. It went over. He caught it on the sideline. Perfect, got out, out like, of bounds. And I remember just like thinking this, to myself, like... just like... I feel like I see this catch every single, literally every single week. Same thing, opposite shoulder, perfect, just walks out of bounds. He doesn't have receivers. And Devontae Adams isn't even trying to catch it. He just knows it's going to be there. He's just like, we're here. He doesn't around. have receivers. He has Devontae Adams. He has Devontae Adams. I like and Lazard. No, I like Lazard's him, but he's nice not. He's I like not... all of them. I like Aaron Jones, too. But... Yeah, yeah, but guess what? They, they... Robert Tunyon they got all, hurt. They all complained about how. Yeah. I forgot about Tony. Yep. Everyone, Tony did get hurt. Yeah. They all complained about how he would consistently, especially in the playoffs, go down, score, and then less than 90 seconds or less than 60 seconds left on the clock, the defense gives up the go ahead score and they lose the game. And all of these playoff losses were not really yeah. Rodgers' fault. So what they do, they went out and spent a ton of fucking money yep. on defense. And here so, we are. And Jair <laughs> Alexander's up for a contract. He's going to get $100 million, right? Yeah. He's killing it. So, so here's the issue with that, Jack. I agree. I don't disagree with what you're saying. But you have to still name someone to win the MVP. Yeah, if it's not him, who is So it? at the end of the day, that person still votes. So when they're sitting there, they say, all right, fucking, I don't want to give it. I don't want to give it to Rodgers, right? Just say, well, who am I giving it to? Yeah, and that, that really comes down to, I, there's one name I can think of right off the top. Brady? Brady. All right, so then, then. He's been the guy who's been well, it's, it, it's a It's a two-man race. Without a hundred percent of in my I mind, think Jonathan Taylor should be in. I was actually he's not. Jonathan Taylor he's not. He's not, but he should. Be. I was uh, agree. The odds, I the odds are like the odds of, uh, you know, DraftKings, let's just say, or whatever. Right now, they're Rogers, Brady, Burrow, Taylor. Yeah, so Burrow shot up. So Burrow can't have those two tragic, tragically bad like disappear loss games. If Burrow throws for five hundred this week, he's in the competition. He's in the. He he automatically not makes for it. me. Not, I'm not saying he wins it. He's automatically getting first place votes. Uh, fine, but uh, I just I can't. I, and and it's a, it's a good thing, definitely a good thing. And, I don't have and a vote, but here's something. Here's something not related to MVP, but I have to bring it up. Is comeback player of the year? Like, does the injury matter? The severity of the injury. Yeah. Yes. I does think, it? I think so. I think it like a, should. So you think Dax is worse than Joe Burrow's? I think they're. I don't think either of them are worse than the other. I because everyone's writing off in my – like, everybody that I speak to, I'm, they're all saying – and obviously these aren't – like, I'm not – no. Not. How early did Burrow get hurt last year? It was after Dak. I just mean in the year in general. Probably, like, week eight. Yeah. I'll find out. I'll find out. Because Dak was early. Dak was when we were six, in Strawberry week six. Park. Yeah, five Dak. or six usually is around there. I'm just saying does the severity matter? Because if if it doesn't – how do you not give it to Burrow? Well, I mean, even talking severity, we're talking about a broken ankle versus a torn ACL. I mean, I would argue. Well, that. a dislocated broken ankle. Yeah. It was, yeah. you know. I'm going to look right now. You know, I never really thought about the possibility of Burrow until we brought it up yesterday when we were watching football or Saturday night, whenever it was we spoke about it. Might have been watching the debacle that was. What, that that he could win the comeback player of the year? Yeah, I never even thought about putting him in the conversation, but I guess it kind of makes sense. I hate to be one of those people, but that was actually the first person I thought of. Joe Burrow? Yeah, either him or Dak. 
Yeah, I never thought of that. Is because well, let me ask you. Was bad. Well, let me I ask mean, you this. He, yeah. Is there a is there a rule behind comeback player of the year? No, because he played ten games, Burrow. That's. I don't think see, it's that sort see, of. See, I don't know if it's a rule, but that's one why I asked why he got hurt because Dak. It was like they're kicking ass. They're kicking ass. They're fucked. Yeah, they had like five you know? good games where Dak yeah. was on pace. To they throw got for a like quarter through the season, like that, wasn't it? Four or five thousand. I don't want to. Ridiculous pace. I don't want to say this and and get down. and get crucified for it, but Burrow leaving the game. I know it was due to an injury, so that was not a good thing. But him getting hurt and being eliminated and then them losing out, basically, and allowing them to get Jamar Chase, that's going to work out <laughs> in the long run, dude. Yeah. That's indirectly going to work out for years to come. Although there uh, was a lot of movement in that draft. you could. I mean, no, yeah, 100%, they probably, 100%. If they wanted Chase that badly, they could they, have, they would have got him. made it happen. Yeah. Because whoever was picking at four probably uh, – when did they take Chase? Four? Five? Five. Whoever was sitting there probably would have taken Pete Isool anyway and then fucking – the Lions would have had the price because they're a disaster. I'm going to... Um, see, here's another... Now, again, it's not written in the rules anywhere, but just the way I feel about it personally. Again, I'm not a voter. They were... You could correct me if I'm wrong. This is so far back now, but the Cowboys last year were either the he- most heavily favorited or the second most heavily favorited behind the Chiefs to win their division at the start of the year. They were Super Bowl contenders. They were in the Who, Carmel, Cowboys? The Dallas Cowboys. Okay. The Cincinnati Bengals were not winning shit last year. You know, now whether or not that should matter, it's not really, I mean, it, it shouldn't matter in the spirit of the rule, but like the way I feel about it is it does. And if I feel about it that way, then the people who are voting about it probably feel that way, right? Like now if the Cowboys came back this year, like they were supposed to be Super Bowl contenders, I know they come back this year. Dak played relatively well, and they're are they Super Bowl contenders? I mean, they're right back in that conversation esque. I I just don't understand why Dak is minus six fifty, and Burrow is plus four fifty. Uh, am I am I missing something? Uh, and then Bose is sixteen hundred. Wentz is twenty five hundred. Garoppolo's five thousand and Derwin James is coming is 5, back 000. from being a bitch. Why is he even on the list? <laughs> well, I read the I read the, the rules, the Associated oh, Press boy. rules. It's an injury or a poor performance of the previous year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so that's fair. So it wasn't a poor performance, or he just didn't play. He got uh he got psyched out by Jalen Hurts. Like what? I can't believe that Saquon Barkley's on this on one list. I just read. Oh, that's no, just stop that. All right, whatever, but. I don't know. Like, let's go back to last year. Alex Smith. Right? Yeah. He wins comeback player of the year. I don't know if he had the best stats. I don't think he did. I mean, he wasn't he didn't tear the no, house but down. This was an injury that was supposed to leave him a fucking paraplegic. Okay, so this is what I'm saying. So we're giving the award the away for severity. Matters. The story All right, matters. so that's yeah, what I'm like, saying. Just so, like any other one of these awards. MVP, story matters. Co- like coach of no, the year, the story matters. I, I'm any, just you know the story always is gonna matter, especially when you're talking about people. It's not like we're plugging all of these numbers into an algorithm and letting the computer tell us who should win, you know? It's I, I agree. It's human error. My final point, and then we can kick it around before we take our first break, is the Antonio Brown debacle. Ooh, oh, good. Very spicy. Very, very spicy indeed. 
Conflicting reports at this time. I'll confirm. <laughs> I can confirm. It's spicy. Con- <laughs> conflicting reports still at this time, and ultimately until we hear it out of somebody's mouth who was there, we're never really going to know. Um, first, we heard that Brady kicked him out, right? And then we heard that they were withhold- Coach kicked him out. Then we heard that they were withholding him from playing, and then when they asked him to go in, he said no. And now we hear another report is that he didn't want to go in because he was hurt. But the week before he had eleven for a hundred and eleven. Yeah. A week the week before he had eleven for a hundred and eleven yards. So how hurt really could he have been? The new report that I'm hearing from Pat McAfee earlier today is, we all know eight catches, fifty five yards, and a touchdown away from a three hundred and thirty thousand yeah. dollar bonus. Each. Each, each one. Each one. Each one. Eight catches. $300,000 Allegedly, okay, sure. allegedly um, Brown felt like they were freezing him out so that way he wouldn't get his stats so that way they didn't have to pay him. And then when they asked him to go in the game, he said, go fuck yourself. You know, not not quoting him. He may have. He may have said, go fuck yourself. He might have. He might have. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, I'm going to reiterate what Mr. Pat McAfee said. Mike Evans went over and like obviously tried to you know tell him to stop. And we all imagine Mike Evans told him, if you leave right now, you're done. You know that, right? And Pat said... Good on Mike Evans. That's a good teammate because nobody else even looked at him while this shit was going on. Well, you heard what Gronk said, right? No. You didn't hear what Gronk said? No, I didn't hear what Gronk said. They asked him, like, what what was going on with the whole Antonio Brown thing? He said, I was too busy fighting for my life against 280-pound linemen (laughs) to to look over to see what was going on on the sidelines. I was too busy going to war. Oh, jeez. I was too busy trying to win a football game for my team. Before we get too far into it, just want to let you guys know, I don't know, you may or may not have seen this. As of today's wire transactions, he has not been released by yeah. the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They, they said um, the Bucs are speaking with the NFL. I guess they're probably trying to find a way they're to get trying to contract. get. They're trying to get all of whatever is left in his yeah. guaranteed money out, which how much could be left because it's one more game. Like, what are you trying And it was a contract. It was a, um incentive-laden deal anyway. Yeah. It was based yeah. on, there can't on be, the chance that something be, like this may happen. There can't be much guaranteed money in next week's game check. Sometimes right? you need to make an so, example of, of a player, though, like it, which is weird, right? It's weird to say, but sometimes you need to, like, like so you, I mean, this is a, we could say that this is a once in a, in a lifetime? We could say that, like. Situation? Like, talent, I've never seen. All of it. No, 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 but I've never, yeah, I've never seen anything like this where the guy just strips down in the field. So, and I mean, the other thing, the other thing you have to think about is he's upset he, if the if the reason he's upset is because he's not getting his stats for his contract, dude, you got suspended because you submitted a bad vaccine card. You already missed three games. You if you never those. did that, you would have had, had it easily. That was the other report. Then you could have had your little outburst if you wanted to and still get your money. The other report was that after the vaccine situation and his suspension, um, he didn't feel like anybody in the organization or on the team had his back, and the relationship changed. What the day he returned from the suspension? Okay, the there was also another week after this to go get the, the the stats. Right, right. Which is right. which is weird to me. Like that's also weird. But not only that, but like, all right, what if if you don't want to get vaccinated, that's fine. You do your own thing. That's your decision to make. But don't submit a fake card and have your organization bank on you what? to be there. And then when they find out it's not true, they're like, oh well, what do we do now? Because you're fucking up other people now. Which, by the way, for a lot of you people who may or may not know this fact, that is a federal crime. Yeah. It's falsifying yeah, a, it's... a document. It's a federal fucking crime. So it's not people are making the fake uh vaccine cards not just in this story, but across all stories yeah. in, in the world right now. Like it's not that big of a deal and the people shouldn't have gotten punished the way they do. The fucking 
it's, you should be in jail for this. Like it, this is, it is It is a federal for, crime. Under normal I mean, circumstances, you're doing a minimum of one to three. So uh, it is a federal crime. So regardless of vaccine status, the the idea is if you weren't suspended, you probably would have got that money anyway. This outburst never happens, and the Bucks probably aren't a bunch much better. Well, not in a much better place. But going into week eighteen, at least you have Antonio Brown there with no Chris Godwin. My dad asked me about this today earlier today. He said, you really think it's CT? And I said, 100%. So do I. I said, 100%. So, because it's either one of two things. The way, from what I've seen and from what I've heard, obviously, we're not with the guy. We don't know the guy. But he lived in Tom Brady's house for however long. And Tom Brady said, we need to, I, we love him. We, we need to get him the help that he needs. That's what I was about to Everyone say. Everyone keeps saying this man needs help. It's either mania, like manic depressive, bipolar, or CTA, CTE. Manic depressive and bipolar typically manifest around 16, 17, 18 years old once you finish puberty. Mm-hmm. So unless he was just heavily medicated and managed for the first six years of his career, and now all of a sudden he's off the meds or whatever, it's got to be CTA. So Ryan, Ryan Clark said today on ESPN I saw that, yeah, clip, that yeah. it's, not, it's not our job to like be a doctor. Like It's not our job to dissect what was happening. But he said it could have been childhood trauma. It could be anything coming to light now. But I think the way Tom Brady handled it over anybody else shows you something's wrong. Right. Like, the fact that he was like, I'll always love him. He needs help. I'm here for him. Everybody should reach out to him. He needs help. Like, that shit, to me, is the most wild of the whole thing. Because, think about this. Nobody was doing that when Terrell Owens was doing his thing. Like, when Terrell Owens... Terrell Owens was just doing things today that we champion. Everything. No, no, I understand that. I understand that. But back then, they didn't. So what Antonio Brown's doing, we're not championing, right? So it's the sa- it is the same thing, just a different time period. And nobody was like, we got to love it. We got to love Terrell Owens. They were like, this guy, yeah. you know. But now they're treating him as though. I would compare the Terrell Owens deal with the spiking the ball on the Cowboys star. And to the- Beckham? No. To Juju and okay. Chase Claypool. Yeah. Because when you look at it, it's really something that you don't gain anything other than firing up the team you're playing. Oh, 100%. And, and, and media views, which at that time it would be the sport. Because whatever you want to say, it's not like we went on SportsCenter the Monday after and said Terrell Owens you know, went and spiked the ball. I we're hate not gonna, the We're dancing. not going to show it. I right? hate the yeah. juju. So just because there was no social media back then, it was still 15 minutes on SportsCenter dedicated to T.O.'s fucking flapping the wings in the end zone when he was on the, when he was on the Cowboys and playing against the Eagles, you know? So there wasn't any social media, but there was still media. I, it was still always in your eye. I think that's the comparison. I hate the Claypool dancing and I and the taunting and the, and the thing. And I hate the juju. And I hate, I hate it, right? But here's what I want to openly say. I hate it because I'm not that guy. Like, if I was that guy where I was able to, like, flaunt my dance moves and my ability in front of everybody, I would. I just don't have that ability. So am I jealous? Maybe. But in a, in a day and age where you know you can go online, you can do your thing, yeah, you're a professional football player, but, yeah, if I do X, Y, and Z extra, I'm going to get money from X, Y, and Z avenues. They know that. They're not stupid. Juju's one of – he's got to be one of the smartest people around. He's laughing all the way to the bank. Sign checks everywhere. People want him in commercials. People want him to sponsor their stuff. Younger kids look up to him because he's a TikTok icon, basically. Chase Claypool is as well. Yeah. So well, his little brother know who he is because of Fortnite. They don't even watch football. That's we, what I'm saying. Like, they, they, that's that's what I'm saying. Juju, Juju himself is a Fortnite skin. 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, that's how they know him. We just talked a couple of weeks ago. I think it was on this podcast talking about how do you maintain uh, your fan base? You need younger fans. You need to bring in the younger fans. That's what I'm saying. Well, all these little kids know who Chase Claypool and Juju Smith-Schuster are. And and, and, um, and unfortunately for them, it wouldn't matter if they were 12 and 3 right now. Oh, I shouldn't say 12 and 3. 12 and 5 right now. It wouldn't matter. No. It wouldn't matter. But maybe it'll matter when they get older if they like to see it. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> like this is what I'm at. What maybe I, it'll be better then. We all know average NFL career three and a half years. We just talked about before. Every, any given snap could end your career. These guys know that your career, all of this is over, could be over at the drop of a hat. Right. And we're finally now getting to a point where athletes understand branding and personal branding and other avenues to make money. We just had this big 30 for 30 on all these guys that Jamarcus Russell signs a $64 million deal is filing for bankruptcy two years later. They're all more aware of that now. And, like, I don't blame anybody for wanting to capitalize on personal brand and find more avenues to make money and stay relevant in your career outside of the game. But, like, you know, maybe save the, the renegade for when you score. Because when people score, <laughs> when people score, we don't fucking, we don't, we don't, give a shit. We don't yeah. bitch about the gritty. Nobody complains no. about the gritty when Chase and, and fucking Justin Jefferson do it. But when you catch a ball for seven yards on third and nine and you're doing the fucking <laughs> renegade on the sideline. And you're down by 14. And then you're going on other teams' logos and dancing at halftime or before the game. And now they just got extra fire. Like, oh, this is a divisional game. We didn't need to give them any extra fire. But you just went out there and danced on the fucking logo. Yeah. That's where the So, so, so maybe just be like, hey, Juju, Chase, like you want to dance? You want to do your TikTok thing? You want to get your moment? Fucking score. Do... All dances are fine in the end zone. <laughs> yeah. you know? yeah. like, Everything is legal yeah. in the end zone. Don't dance when you catch the ball. We'll take the unsportsmanlike conduct if you get the touchdown. No, like, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Just go for yeah. it, dude. Just don't call anybody. Well, if you don't spike the ball in someone's face or point at someone, it's not even an unsportsmanlike. No, I'm sorry. So, I'm not going to get into it now. The pointing at somebody is absolutely soft. S-A-W-F-T. Dude, if you, if you body somebody... And you want to don't say nothing. You're not like you know. You're not yelling at him, cursing at him. No f bombs. If you just if you just point, and I'm talking from a couple feet away, not in there, not in their face mask. You point from a couple feet away and just say little one word, little. (laughs) That's not a 15 yard penalty. That's a fact. (laughs) That's what it is. It's a fact, dude. This is facts, no feelings here. (laughs) Because facts, no foul, dude. Because like if it got done to me, I would be obviously I'd be mad. But I'd be oh like, God, you're right. I'd be like, no, but you'd be like, you know what? You're right. You bodied me. So, yeah, I'm little. Like that's. <laughs> I saw this either on Twitter or Instagram. The way Instagram fucked with the algorithm now where they, like, if two, I don't know if you noticed this. If two Instagrams share the same post, yeah. it'll be, like, from SportsCenter and ESPN yeah. and, and one post. No. Yeah. So it's making, it's making finding stuff even harder than it already was with that stupid fucking it's algorithm. Metaverse, dude. But whatever. Charvarius Ward in that game yesterday. <laughs> Charvarius Ward breaks Wild. up breaks up the pass on Jamar Chase in the end zone and then gritties at him. Next play, same play. Jamar Chase fucking mosses him and gritties Amazing. across the back of the end zone, dude. Yeah, well, yeah. incredible. Well, sometimes incredible. Yeah, well, it's fine, <laughs> and that's sometimes totally cool. Mistakes. If you moss somebody, you should be able to do whatever you want, dude. Yeah. You should be able to take that man's helmet off. If you want. <laughs> I don't care. Stop it. Stop it. But yeah, just tying it back to AB, I think this goes beyond divism. I think this goes beyond your typical wide receiver wanting to be in the spotlight. 
you know, obviously just four short years ago, 2017, we're, t- we're calling this kid the best wide receiver yeah. in the NFL, one of the best we've seen do it in the last, you know, decent amount of time. Crushing yards, fantasy monster. Nick traded him Talasino one year for $10 cash. And now just to see trades to the bill, you know. I can't believe we just did that. <laughs> he no gets, pride. He gets traded. Yeah, no pride on no Nick. No pride. He Whatever. gets traded to the fucking Bills. It's worse that you that you're okay with it. You got a ring out of that. Year yeah, too? yeah. That's why we had wow. to implement. We had to How implement. Many rings you got two so with got us. One. Two with us and one so and outside one. of us. We had to. So you got one we had us. to implement. Dude, the Nick is still. We, we, we could go back to that league. You could take AB a- out of it, and I was still killing everybody. It didn't matter. I had Devontae Adams. You you, you you don't know nothing about that. Don't worry about that. Were you in the league that year? No, uh, I wasn't. Yeah, this I, is the same. Th- I'm pretty, it's no, like taking candy from a baby, dude. It was like taking candy from a baby. I don't think I lost. I lost one game. Uh, to me, who was the only team that had a chance to beat you, and Nick was like, nah, we're just going to make it a walkover for 10 bucks for a fifth of the fucking league entry fee. You took a trade for 10 bucks, dude? No, it was, it, bums, it was a player it was and, $10. and $10. It was players. But bums. It, it, I mean, they weren't good. You know, they bums weren't. and $10. And not only game? that, can I just say this? Can I, I'd like to just say this. He asked me for m- monetary value. I and you weren't like, no, that's not how trades in fantasy football work. You were like, back, give me that. No, what I said was, I said, I said, I said, let's okay check. I said, let's check the rules. And I took the oh. rule book out. And then, so the following season, we had a rule book. We we amended so the we rule book. A, we found a loophole. We amended the rule book. We added the Nicky Stiglione rule, and that rule states that constitutes that no player is allowed to be traded. For actual American U.S. currency, real. So the next year, I traded someone for euros. (laughs) For rupees, dude. Yeah. So there you go. So that's neither here nor there. Um, obviously, I think something's wrong. I hope the man gets the help that he needs. Yeah. And he's never gonna play again. But you know, hopefully, he doesn't wind up homeless or something like fucking Delonte West. No, dude, I'm being serious. I know, I know it happens. I I don't want him to wind up like Delonte West. I don't want any of these guys. It's a shame that Delonte West ended up the way he ended up. Go ahead. What do you got? I just, I understand. You know, obviously, man needs help, right? But the past, however many times that we thought Antonio Brown was wrong. What happened? He we told called Ben Roethlisberger a shitty human being. Man, disgusting guy. You know, right? Airing out his dirty laundry also on the radio about his teammates. Called John Gruden an anti-Semite. Um, we just this year we found out about John Gruden, and I'm not. I'm not. I'm just. I'm not giving him the benefit. What of about that. Buffalo? He refused uh, to even go. He, ref- he refused to go to Buffalo. I'm not sure what. He refused to even go. They reported the trade, and he was like, "Ha." Not doing that, and then he got traded to the Raiders. I can't say anything about that because I'm not familiar. With <laughs> That's what. Listen, happened. dude, I'm just saying. There's he's been right and he's been wrong. More wrong than even right. if he was right about right. John Gruden, there were still 74 other men in that locker room on that field that off season who did their job because you're a professional. You go to work, you worry about doing your job. Nobody from Urban Meyer's team quit. I'm I'm just saying. No, no. I, I completely And understand. that shit was going you know you know I mean, he's kicking and, the kicker. Yeah. He kicked the kicker. Yeah, like so. you know that shit is not right. And all the men were like, This is my job, this is what I get paid to do. Do you anybody in the room, they get paid to go to work and get hit? 
No, nah, if, if my if my uh, subordinate, not subordinates under you, if my whatever, if if my direct boss over me put his hands on me ever. Say you were like mowing be... the lawn and someone fucking went up behind you, your boss went up behind you. It's like you're not going quick enough and kicked your ass. It was like fucking come on, start moving. In a part of me, like part what would you? Part of, that. Like in that situation, and like you know, I, part of me would just like it would definitely be the last day you ever worked there, right? Part of me says you'd want to square up with them, but like you just fucking you just, it's fine. You just, just leave. You that's just fine. Quit. You just leave. That's some grown leave. man shit. You just yeah. leave. But I'm saying you don't stay. No, it's but, a problem. But these pros definitely did it. They stayed. So it's like there's really no excuse for Antonio Brown. Slight excuse, no excuse. There was always <laughs> there was always a problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and it and was he so, didn't break any new ground about Ben Roethlisberger. What we spoke about, we I know. I want to close this little segment out. I know. I had spoke about today at work with a couple coworkers that it's amazing because I tell you, and I don't know if you could do this because you just recently got into football. You're younger than us, but I said Antonio Brown. Give me another receiver in our lifetime that's as good as him. I instantly, and the two other people I was talking to instantly said Julio Jones. Okay, so now you got Julio and you got AB. Which are as the, good as him or better? The wide receiver Megatron was better. No, no, the wide receivers of our generation. We saw their entire career. Megatron. Yeah, we saw Megatron. Whole I, guess. I saw Megatron. I guess. Megatron. I guess. You might not. No, have, I did. I did. But, but I saw Megatron's whole. Career. I did, but I was like, I'm talking about differently. I'm talking about betting, fantasy. Like I only saw the back end of Megatron fantasy wise. You know what I mean? Yeah, I. But I but all right. So let's say that's fine. that's fine. We could use Megatron. That's fine. It's fun. It, I think Megatron's better. It makes it um, makes it even better point. So take the top three receivers of our since our since our teenage years. I would say Antonio Brown, Julio Jones, Megatron. Yeah, that's right. Right before Antonio Brown was the man in, in Pittsburgh, who was it? Heinz Ward, Emmanuel Sanders. Oh, you're saying as the guy. Oh, I mean, he as, wasn't be- before AB showed up. Emmanuel Sanders was putting up good numbers. He wasn't Antonio before Brown. Before Emmanuel Sanders, who was it? Um, Mike uh, Mike Wallace. Mike Wallace again, shorter span. But... And then and then Hines before all that. But listen, well, Hines Ward was just different. Dude. Yeah, but that listen, a, that was a fucking Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown had a six year stretch where I don't know if it'll ever be done again. Ever be done again? Justin Jefferson has a chance. But like, because he's off, he's off the like a two-year hot start. But an unbelievable line over 100 catches, over 1,200 yards, and over 10 touchdowns. Or he had nine one year, but still, every single year he had 132 catches for 1,600 yards and 13 touchdowns one year. Stop it, stop. And that was in the middle of of the six-year run. But the point being is, you look at those guys and you look at the complete opposite careers that that they they ended up taking. Julio Jones, don't. Get me wrong, hurt all the time. Even Calvin, towards the end, hurt. But those guys just played ball. You never heard of anything about them. They just played ball. Like if there was a, if there's a more solid receiver, Devontae Adams just plays ball. Everything he says is the last thing Devontae Adams said was that men don't encourage and compliment other men enough in our generation, and that's something that should change. That's the last thing I've heard out of Devontae Adams' mouth. <laughs> so, like, even even DeAndre Hopkins, who had that shit in in um, in in uh, Houston, 
you know, where he was like kind of wanting out, I mean, and then he got the, traded for a bag of peanuts, and he felt for the, you know, for the numbers. Hopkins is another good argument. No, no, hundred percent. But I'm saying even him, even though he had a little whatever, we knew that it was actually absolutely Houston's fault, uh, you know, with that whole scenario. And you so you look at the top guys in our generation, you're like, he's the only, he's the outlier. Like as good as he was, he's the constant problem because all the other guys just played ball. It was like wow, and it, and it's it's him. So that's that's the only thing I have to say. Uh, you know, it's like you don't see it that much. There's like they're very they're very much outliers. Even guys with big personalities, things like this are very much outliers. I don't consider Terrell Owens like this. I consider the next closest person I consider Terrell Owens, and you're probably gonna think I'm crazy is is Ricky Williams. Close to Terrell Owens. I'm sorry, sorry, not Terrell Owens. I don't know about Did that. I say Terrell Owens? Yeah. I yeah. meant I meant Antonio Brown. Even still, gotcha. yes and no. Not with the CTE, but obviously, or the, or the, you know, the, uh, the weed. Just the, just the, I'm walking away. I'm coming back. I'm walking away. Yeah. I don't need this he game. Left. Like, he left once and then ran came, out of money and came no, back. no, 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 no. He came back because he owed the Dolphins fucking five years or sixty-eight million dollars because he he was traded. He was either traded from the Saints to the Dolphins or signed. Signed a deal, monster deal at the time. Played one year with the Dolphins and then left. And then a couple of years later, he came back because the Dolphins were like, "You either need to give us back that money, or you need to come play." That's why he came back because other the Dolphins, I'm pretty sure, filed to sue him. So, I don't know if you know this. I don't know if you were watching football when when Ricky Henderson, but I did love Ricky Henderson and. Ricky Henderson, what am I doing? Ricky Williams? Yeah, and I don't know, know what I'm Ricky doing. Williams is. Yeah. I did watch football while he was on. Did you know that he was traded? You know what that trade was at the, at the draft? No, I don't know about Do you know I what know that trade was? Traded, I know it's I know, like, crazy, but I, I can't. I'm pretty sure, and we can look it up at the break, right? We're going to go to break in a minute. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was the first, second, third, fourth, fifth round. I'm pretty sure. One pick from each? I'm pretty sure the Saints. It was something wild. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, Ricky Williams was. Like, I'm pretty sure the Saints got Ricky the first, Williams second, third, fourth, and fifth round. Really? I'm yeah. pretty sure. We'll look it up, though. We'll take a break? Any, yeah, we'll take a break. So let's be honest for a second. I'm wearing Saatchi Di Dinero. This hoodie, this has got to be the most comfortable thing that I've worn in a while. So if you're going to wear this, make sure you wear it on Monday. Why? Because it's motivated money-making Monday morning, baby. And if it's not Monday, you better make sure it's on a Friday. Fresh Cut Friday on Fresh Fit Friday. And we got codes for this holiday season. What are they? The code is HAVOC, H-A-V-O-C, at checkout for 10% off your total purchase. That's SachiDDenero.com. Brand new release, brand new arrivals, the new Sachi hoodie. It's got the logo embossed on the hood. They're available in clay and gray blue. You want to go get those fast. Come on, go get it now. Sachi Dinero, always authentic, never counterfeit. What up? We're back. It's time for the week 18, guess the lines. It's not going to be the final time we play it this year. We will guess the lines, you know, going forward, but it's the last, the final full slate of games we have this year. So let's make the most out of it. Saturday, June 8th. We got two games. What did I say, June? I'm, I'm literally. <laughs> Are you okay, dude? No, dude, I'm fucking tired. It's bullshit. All right. Wow. <clears throat> Saturday, January 8th. Here we go. Kansas City Chiefs head to Denver. Number one seed possibly on the line, so the game matters for KC. KC minus 12 and a half. Yeah, I mean, Denver 
Uh, Brett Rippin, Drew Locke, Teddy Bridgewater, does it matter? Kansas City no. minus 11 and a half. Casey minus 10. Casey, nine and a half. No. Yes. No. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. You got it. No. 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 Big bong. Half point shy of that. Uh, the Saturday night game, uh, Dallas Cowboys. Doesn't matter. They're in. Doesn't matter for Eagles seeding. Does matter. I'm pretty sure Dallas is going to want to win this game because they don't want to align themselves to play them again. And you just always want to smash a divisional rival. Dallas minus six. I got Dallas minus four and a half. I did Dallas minus eight. I just I put the divisional thing in there with the fact that they were what six point favorites yesterday and wound up getting mollywopped and Mike Gallup with the ACL. So I just bought Yeah, Mike Gallup with the I ACL. More is like Philly. You're right for seeding, but it's a six or a seven. Two, they're gonna play though. That's the thing. Yeah, I guess that's a good point. Good. Dallas minus seven. Whoa! What did you guys six? Have? I had eight. So close to him. Yeah. Sunday, January 9th or June 9th, whatever you want to say. Here we go. January. It doesn't matter. Here we go. Cincinnati, <laughs> Cincinnati Bengals at the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns are eliminated. They're playing right now as we speak. Cincinnati Bengals have a chance for the one seed. If they win, the Chiefs lose and the Titans lose. I probably went too low. I think I might have. Minus eight. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. For the Bengals. Yeah, no, I know. I think I went too low also, but I have Cincinnati minus three and a half. I have Cincinnati. Because once again, divisional game, especially in the AFC North, these boys. I don't think there's a division that, like, truly wants blood more than the AFC North ever. I agree. What'd you go with? Minus six. Six, not that far off eight. Eight Far off of three. Eight seems high, though. Three and a half or three? Three and a half. Six, Six, eight, and eight. What did I say? Eight, eight, eight. Since he's not even the favorite, Cleveland's the favorite by three. That's a glizzy god. If I That's ever a glizzy god. I'm locking that in. I'm about to stop the, the show god. and lock it in. <laughs> right I'm about now, to stop dude. That's the a show. bet you we put in right now. You don't later. wait till Sunday. Fuck the COVID list. You put that bet in right now. You don't even wait. I might oh put it in as soon as we go That is wild. Yeah, I don't know. A video should be. All right. I'm going to circle it. Just so. I don't even have to circle it. If they're going to be like this, I'm going to be pissed. I'm going to tell you right now. All right, next so game. I wanted to say right off the bat when with Kansas City that uh, I was instantly worried about the entire rest of the game if I was too high at Kansas City with 11 and a half. Yeah. Because the way my spreads are working. you know. I went high on a lot of them. Green Bay Packers at the uh, Lions, another divisional game. Yeah, but this one. You I think the spreads would be close. Green Bay minus 10 and a half, and I don't even think Rodgers is going to play. You know, I didn't fact I didn't factor whether or not Rodgers would play into this game, making this decision. Doesn't matter. They have the one seed, so he doesn't need to play. Yeah, but MVP, he might have to. You know, if he wants to go get that MVP, um, I have Green Bay by sixteen and a half. I factored as in in as if they weren't starting any of their starters, so I actually only have them in minus seven. So my thought process it's was fucked up week. They just moved. Yeah. They moved to thirteen and a half when they were playing the Vikings with Sh- uh, Sean Mannion as quarterback. Yeah, and now we got Detroit probably with Boyle. Boyle. Yeah, but so going for the one seed now they have the one seed. I, I don't know how they do. Do they it. have it locked? Locked. What's the spread? Ten and a half. <laughs> Bing bong. Here we go. <laughs> He's waiting for it. I was waiting for it. Chicago. At Minnesota, Minnesota without Kirk Cousins because he's unvaccinated. I can't believe I'm saying that. 
And I still can't believe two years later, like, we're in this. Like, because he's unvaccinated. Anyway, Chicago minus three. Couldn't do it. I did it. Couldn't do it. <laughs> Minnesota minus two and a half. Minnesota minus three. I couldn't do it either. Minnesota minus two and a half. Fuck, dude. Damn. And we're tied again, eh? Just like that. Wow. I'm tell you right now. I like Chicago. Anyway, and I like Andy Dalton for Chicago. Like Andy Dalton. Give not me Andy Dalton. Iguodala. You yeah, see yeah, that today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doubled down on Iguodala. Double down on Iguodala. Uh, Washington football team versus the New York heartless Giants. Jake from State From is getting the start, they said. That's what they said. And he threw for 25 yards last time. So I'm going to go with Washington in this one. I'm going to take him by a little over a touchdown, seven and a half. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't go that high because Taylor Heineke can't do that. But I got Washington minus three and a half. I went even lower. I have a Washington minus one and a half. You guys are giving so much respect to the Giants offense that's absolutely know, non-existent. I don't know if it's respect for... The Giants or, or just disrespect back for Washington. It's got to be high. It's got to be higher. Than I'm going to say it's it's still disrespect from the Giants making them dogs at home. What is it? Six and a half. Washington. Thank you. I was going to say there's no way. Would you have seven and a half? Please. Colts, Jacksonville. I know. Obviously, it doesn't matter for Jacksonville. Does it matter for the Colts? I mean, I think it does. Did they clinch? Not positive. Colts minus 14. Here's why it matters. It matters because of what happened to them against the Raiders last week. You want to get right before you go into the yards. Right. Minus you 14. You said 14. I got him by just shy of a dozen, 11 and a half. I might have said it. No, they're going to romp him. Clearly. Got a nice uh, over two scores, 15 and a half. Wow. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Jacksonville gets no respect. <laughs> and, and for good reason. Yeah. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, possibly Ben Roethlisberger's last game ever at Baltimore. We'll see. Hunley's probably going to start this game because they're eliminated or no? They are eliminated. The Ravens are out. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so I think they are. I was why play? I was going to say, I, I scored it as if Lamar's not playing. Why play Lamar? Yeah, I scored it. And with not. Hunley playing, I went Baltimore minus five. Okay. I got to tell you, I scored it as if either one of them were playing. Because the year Lamar's had when he was on the field, I think their passing offense is almost better off yeah. with Huntley this year. Not, Just, I'm not saying Huntley is a better quarterback than Lamar house. Jackson. It's a hot take, but you know it's not this, a bad one. This season, the it, passing offense has looked better with quarterbacks not named Lamar Jackson running the offense right. this season. So, with that being said, I have them by four and a half. Oh, I have them minus four. And I said the same thing to Hawk in your living room. I asked him, I'm like, is it bad that this offense looks better without Lamar? Before we get the answer, quick, hot take alert. You got five seconds to give me an answer. Jesus Christ. Is Hunt- question. Just is- him or me. Or both of you. Okay. Both of you. Is Huntley getting between 10 and $14 million a year next year? No. 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 I don't think so. Seven and ten. He's getting paid. Yeah, Houston. Houston might pay him. You think seven and ten? Really? Because seven think, and ten is backup money. I was gonna say I think the Ravens sign him he, again. Houston, like, we need this. Houston might pay him because he's Terod Taylor. He's he's just like Terod Taylor. Now I'm assuming do I'm assuming Taylor again, dude. He can't lose his job. <laughs> oh, again. he's done. I'm assuming he's well. No, I mean you could argue Houston. You could argue Houston seen 
what they need to see out of Davis Mills to roll it over into one more year with Davis Mills. Uh, okay. You can argue it. I'm he has the highest completion percentage out of any rookie. His last three weeks, four weeks have been pretty good. Fine with it. And he was allegedly maybe going to break into the first round until he got hurt. It's really hard to look at a, to evaluate but, a player when every single position is lacking. It's fair. Team is complete Fair. garbage, and then you're like, "Hey, David Mills, go win us some games." If, yeah. if, Huntley, if Huntley was under contract, would you give up? And you needed a starting quarterback, would you give up a second for him? Mm, depends on what team it was, you know. Giants. No. Would you give up a third? No. Where do you stop? Would Five. you give up a fourth? Fifth. Fifth. Because yeah, we are not. What close. about a fourth that could turn into a fifth? A sure. Fifth that could turn into. Sure, a but he's not the difference between us making the playoffs or not. You know what I mean? Okay. What if we were if closer, what if Washington. They believe in Heineke. I think first, like in a weird way, in a weird way. I think um, it would take an injury. Would you give up? No, I'm talking pre-draft. No, yeah, I think it would take an injury. So. I'd give up a third if it was if I was the Dolphins. So we have five, four and a half, four. Real spread is four. Bing fucking bong, dude. Bing fucking bong, dude. Bing to the bong. Is this the first time you guys have all hit on the head in one? At one time, at one point? It could have been. Time to hit again. Tennessee right now (laughs) to lock up the one seed with a win against Houston. David Mills is playing pretty good, but let's see. I got minus 12 and a half. I feel as if that's a little too high. (laughs) I have Tennessee minus eight and a half. I have the minus seven. Tennessee minus ten and a half. So you guys Damn. Wait, no, he, so he gets it. You uh, have eight and a half? Price is right. Yeah. You got it. Yeah, you got price it. Price is right. Narlands at Atlanta. Hold game. on, hold on. Oh. This is the start of the oh. 430 games. You're right. So it is Alessino in the lead with five points. I'm right behind him with four, and Brian has three. There Damn. are one, two, three, four, five, six, Plenty seven. Of games seven left. games remaining. All right, here we go. I'm going to do it again. New Orleans <laughs> at Atlanta. Give me New Orleans on the road, minus five. This is the, the age-old argument here. Is like New Orleans doesn't really have a real serviceable NFL quarterback on the roster right now, and Atlanta doesn't have much of a serviceable NFL defense on the roster right now. So it was really hard for me to do this one, but I came down to New Orleans minus three. Sorry. You got the Falcons, don't you, you yeah, dirty little bitch? I got the Falcons minus one and a half. Hate it. New Orleans, four and a half. Four I was going to say. Right. Uh, the New York football Jets. We didn't really talk about that. The New York heartbreakers. Anyway. <laughs> fucking losers. Anyway, you knew right away when they went for it on fourth down and didn't get it. The game... So let's over. talk about it. Did you remember I said I wanted to hear what that sorry sack of shit had to say for himself? Yeah, your head coach? Yes, Robert Sala. So he did have something to say for himself. Good. What did he say? Uh, it was a breakdown. Uh, my cornerbacks were hurt no, and no, we couldn't no, go no, to no, overtime. No, no, no. <laughs> it was a breakdown in communication where the play that was called was, I guess, as it lies, is an option for Zach to either take it himself or hand it to Berrios. From what every coach on the NFL on the New York Jets is saying is that the ball was always supposed to go to Barry else on an end around, and Zach Wilson for some reason thought it was still the check with me, and if you watch the the all twenty two from the end zone, Vita Vey is wind, lined up in a three technique straight over the center, and the a gap is wide open, 
So he decides to check into the quarterback sneak right up the A-gap. As many people found out with Vita Vea and Willie Golston on that side of that line, they closed that fucking shit fast. If you do watch that, though, if he would have just turned and gave it to Berrios, Berrios probably scores. Mm-hmm. That being said, and his, his statement was, we were two yards away from keeping the best quarterback ever to play off the field for good. So, I you probably... The only reason why I don't care is, is because they suck. Yeah. yeah. If this was a game but where playoff... Here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's not the play call. It was the decision to go for it for me. But if, if they handed the Barrios and he scored yeah, the touchdown, but it didn't. the game's over, are you talking about the decision that time? if my and and, my uncle. Yeah, yeah, here we go. All right. Jets, Buffalo. Buffalo minus 13. Yeah, Buffalo needs this game. This game was flexed into the 425 game of the week slot because if Buffalo wins, they clinch the AFC. No thanks to the Jets. <laughs> they got the yeah. game of the week. I got Buffalo 13 and a half. That's bullshit. I got Buffalo minus 14. Jesus Christ. I've been sandwiched three times now. Buffalo minus I feel like I'm getting gangbanged out here. Oh, my God. First of all, clip that. <laughs> second of all, second of all, <laughs> second of all, take the point. Here we go. Leave it in. Tra- leave it in. <laughs> Trey Lance, San Francisco, 49ers versus the Rams. Rams, I guess they're playing for seeding? Rams minus eight. I got the Rams by three and a half. I got the Rams by five and a half. Rams minus five. Hmm. Give us a score check because I'm getting nervous. That now. one was Brian's. Right? Yeah. Anthony has six. Brian has five. I have four. Wow. Spicy. Still anybody's game. I, I would say that. New England Patriots at Miami. New England, they're in, but they're going to win this game. They're going to want to win this game to make Mac Jones look a little bit better, right? For that first season with him. Minus six and a half. Yeah, so I don't know if I want to say I meant to bring this in at the top, but I'll squeeze it in real quick here. Everyone knows by now Miami lost seven straight, then won seven straight. Mm-hmm. Here's what we don't talk about. In that seven-game winning streak, they played Ian Buck with the New Orleans Saints. They played Zach Wilson with the Jets. They played Joe Flacco with the Jets. They played drawn a bl- every quarterback. That, there wasn't a single quarterback in like the top. Ravens? I don't remember. There wasn't a single quarterback they played in that top uh top seven. Oh, didn't they play the Seahawks too? Geno? In that yeah, Geno Smith yeah. in that stretch. Like or did Geno beat them though? Did Maybe? they play Sham at some point too? No? Yeah. The combination of Cam Newton and PJ Walker yes. was one of the th- my point is they didn't play any good quarterbacks in that seven game win streak. I don't think they're as good as their record shows. I also have New England six and a half. Ooh. I have New England minus minus eight. So this could be a big point for you. Let's see what happens. Or this could totally crush you for six and a half. New England minus six and a half. Oh. Oh. Oh, no. Bing, bong. Here we go. (laughs) Moving on. Seattle at Arizona. Arizona minus nine. They lost all respect, and I don't understand why. They beat the Cowboys on primetime last night. I don't get it. I don't get why everybody's suddenly hating Arizona when the Cowboys haven't beat a winning team with 10 wins because yet the, this year. In the Kyler Murray, Cliff Kingsbury era of the Arizona a young, Cardinals. A young era. In the, in the, in the young era young. of these two, they have been historically bad in December and then into January. They're going to win a playoff game this year. You said Arizona minus nine? Yeah. I don't feel good about it because of this, but I also have Arizona minus nine. So I have wow. Arizona minus six and a half. I didn't go that high. 
you're going to get bing bonged right out of this place right now. We'll see what happens. Is he now? Arizona oh. minus six and a half. Is that a bing bong for back, Brian? Dude. Take it, it back, dude. There's only one person yeah, who got a fucking bing bong. He says, take it back, dude. All right. Well, All right. hold your horses. I'm holding them. Two hold games on. Left. <laughs> <laughs> Two games left. It's eight for Alicino, seven for Brian, six for me. It's anyone's Let's game fucking still. talk about a good week 18 finish here. Carolina at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is hurt. They're beat up. They're in trouble. Not against Carolina, but <laughs> they're going to hobble into the playoffs. Give me Tampa Bay minus eight and a half. On the road, <laughs> all right. On the road, Tampa Bay was eleven and a half point favorites to the New York. Not yet. Now they're at home play Carolina, who's probably arguably a little bit better than the Jets on both sides of the ball. I'm keeping the spread the same, eleven and a half. Okay, I like I like the theory. Go ahead. I got a minus eight. Eight, eight and a half. Tampa eight. Bay. Wait, what do you have? Eleven, 11 and a half. Eleven and a half. Eight and a half. Eight. Yeah. Tampa Bay. Minus eight. <laughs> Is that Brian? <laughs> That's a fucking bing bong, dude. Let's go. Brian takes the lead. Takes the lead. One left. We're gonna be doing an over. It's over for your boy. So it's you two now. Well, you're down three now. I'm down three to Brian. Yeah. <clears throat> to do this again. All right. L. A. Chargers. Las Vegas. You have Vegas the favorite? No. Okay, good. <laughs> I just like to get a little scared. No, oh, okay. no, no, no. Char- <laughs> Otherwise, you're like, I just won. Chargers whenever, might- whenever this game comes down to the last game, he always asks you fucking questions like we're playing Guess Who. Dude, just get <laughs> yeah, to it. Yeah, dude. I, building up fucking suspense. Fucking I mean, Jesus Christ. Have you ever been? All right, whatever. Here we go. Right, yeah. Chargers minus six and a half. I got Chargers minus five. I got the Chargers minus four and a half. No one cares about you, Jim. All right, <laughs> is it? It's got to be over seven. I hope I bing bong it and pass you. You Chargers dumped minus it. three. Oh, it's wow. still mine though. You won. Oh, well, you didn't you win, but, the point, but you still won. But I technically won. Yes. Wah, wah, wah. Let's go. Come back for Brian won one in the last week. Oh, we know I won another one, but there it is. So just a point separates each of us. Brian finishes with nine. Alicino finishes with eight, and your boy finishes with seven. Are you okay? Are you okay? I'm, I'm sorry. Guys. I didn't mean to win, guys. No, no, no. no. <laughs> totally okay. You we have to take a break. I'm going to count the money that I don't have, and then we'll get back to you. All right. We're here. we got to talk to you about Stay Thirsty for a minute. All right. In October, we had a special promotion going on. Droptober, you had brand new products every week in the month of October. For the holiday season, we got a little something different going on. Isn't that right, Jack? Yes, sir. This holiday season, we're going to have a mystery box for you guys. You're going to use code HAVOC to get 15% off. Get a mystery box. You're going to give a gift to yourself while you're giving gifts to the people you care about. Stay thirsty, Co. Drop the whole line. Focus on you. Welcome back. It's time for the final segment of the show. This is the final leg of the Tournament of Degenerates. It's been quite a year this year. We all started with $1,000, and no one's close to that. But I sit in... A pretty distant third place at negative one hundred and eighty twenty eight hundred and twenty seven dollars. I started last week with one seventy three. I put a big parlay and it was the Indy money line, the Dallas money line, Rams minus three and a half, Green Bay minus six and a half. That's the rare only one of them hit. 
Lost 500 on that. I lost 500 on the Houston money line. This week, it's no time like the playoffs, right? You can't hold anything back now. Last game of the year. Uh, I got Cincy, Cincy money line, Kansas City minus 9.5, Pats minus 6.5. It's 500 to win 3,691. And then I'm also going to take the Jets to cover 17. Plus 17, obviously. Titans minus 10.5, Falcons money line, and the Rams minus 5. 500 to win $7,540. <clears throat> if you're a fan of the show... Where the fuck is... Oh, if you're a fan of the show, <laughs> <laughs> you, you know I'm in last place. Uh, it's close. Jimmy's in third with negative 800, roughly. And I'm in fourth with negative 9,000, roughly. 8,800 to be exact. I want this to be more of a history lesson this season. Uh, what happens when you take tremendous big swings week after week after week after week? You typically don't hit. But with that being said, we're gonna we're gonna end this show with a diabolical, a diabolical four teamer that I believe is a lock. Okay. And to say a four teamer is a lock is a little nerve wracking. I get it. You're nervous. I see it in your eyes. <laughs> You to don't say like anything you care. is a lock at this point in the 2021-2022 NFL season is fucking blasphemous. But go on. Well, here we go. So I'm just going to pull it up. Here we go. <clears throat> so we got the Bears conquering the Vikings without Kirk Cousins straight. Could we see it? Sure. Yeah. Right? Okay. Bengals to beat the Browns straight. Could we see it? I have them in my parlay. Okay. Brian's not paying attention. He's watching the game. No, it's fine. Chargers over the Raiders straight. Chargers over the Raiders. Could you see it? I could see it, yes. Could you see it? Can you feel it now? And then the last thing, the last thing is the Packers minus three. Over the Lions. It does seem easy. Feel that. And hear you. All right. So that's a thousand to win sixteen thousand. (laughs) <laughs> so, I mean, that's what we're building to, up to. To give you a, a net gain of uh, eight thousand, less than eight thousand. But whatever, <laughs> yeah, that'll do. That'll do. If every if every year I made eight thousand, you fuck shit, I'd be happy. I'm I'm debating. <laughs> I'm debating putting it in. Fearful. Live fast or die hard. You know, but nothing says end the season down a thousand, right? Scare Here we money. go. Who's up? Scare money, don't make money. Absolutely not. Yurt. <laughs> I love that he doesn't even read off the ridiculous parlay he lost on last week. No, that's gone. Just know the Giants were involved. That's and so are the Texans, dude. On here. Scared so, money, don't make no money. You just heard it. <laughs> last week I had Seattle minus six and a half, Indianapolis uh, minus seven and a half, um, and Dallas minus five and a half. Obviously, that did not hit, so I'm down to 376. Um, this this week kept it relatively simple. Um, I'm taking San Francisco plus five. Um, I'm taking Arizona minus six and a half, and I'm taking ATL um, plus four and a half. I'm taking the rest of the 376 I have for uh, to win 2202. I originally put 100 for 600 on here, but I figured if it's the last week, might as well put it all in there. Can't hold anything no back now. Well, I mean, you could win. We could win. No, I'm saying you could win first, can't you? Uh, I guess it, it depends on if yours hits or not. 
Well, of course, if mine's hit, you know. Yeah, yeah, if Jimmy's saying, hits, I can't win. He's saying if you would have, if you only would have bet the hundred and it lost, you still would have been the only person. Yeah, but in the that's positives. not fun. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no yeah. I respect, yeah, right. and I respect that. Yeah, that's not fun. Listen, if we were playing for money, like real monetary value for like the winner, yeah. if I were you, I'd bet a dollar. But you know, it ain't like that. Yeah, I know you got to bet the minimum hundred. Yeah, I know, so. but still, you're it. You're up. Ladies and gentlemen, as of last week, I bet the cards money line hit. Bengals money line hit. I sit in a not so solid second place with minus eighty nine dollars. And it's right pretty now, good. It's pretty good. You you think it's, it's not bad good. when fourth place is minus nine racks, dude. Take it minus easy. nine large. But when I when I sit here in this room right now and I stare with absolute confidence that my bets this week are going to be. They're going to explode me into first place. They're gonna explode, explode you. Yeah, They're gonna finish them off, dude. Tell us the bets that are going to finish you off. off bet. You know what? I'll do you one better. Don't. I don't know how you could. Is <laughs> it top me off too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, will stare, I will stare into the barrel of this iPhone. No, no. And I will sit here and I will tell you that I have Arizona, the Washington football team spread, six and a half. I have the Arizona spread, six and a half. And I have the San Francisco money line. $300 to win $2,832. Then I have the San Francisco money line by itself, 200 to win 380 cover the extra 87 if I lose out on this $300 parlay as well as a Raiders money line 250 to win 375 holy shit he's cracking the Da Vinci code over here as I sit over here staring into the barrel of this camera I have absolute confidence that I'm going to sit here and beat Brian and be the tournament generous winner my first time around a first time champion I don't like that you just write me off like that dude I'm still I got a puncher's chance here hey man listen you know what so I don't no you do so if my bet hits you guys are all gonna be plus 8,000 if your bet hits I'll give you $8,000 that's, that's weirdly that's inaccurate weird to say. that's weird to say you don't have $8,000 um never afford to risk never risk what you can't afford to lose I'm saying you can gamble win. responsible if we both hit you win I win so that you know, yeah, but if you I need have more to happen chance, than me. Yeah, fair, fair. But I, if I need one of yours of... hits and mine hits, I win, right? Yeah, even so. if my bigger one hits. Yeah, so it's only I, for I feel okay. I'm not, in, I'm not in love, but I feel okay. That's fine. Yeah, I feel all right with how we're going. You know, into the he's in week. love. He feels great, and that's fine. He hasn't been here for two weeks, so that's two weeks of really not getting emotionally beaten down as much as the rest <laughs> of us have. So it is what it is. Um, Glizzy Gods. We said it early. We said it often. I'm sticking to my guns. It's the Cincinnati Bengals plus three at Cleveland. They're at, in Cleveland, right? Mm-hmm. At, at, Cleveland. at Cleveland, yeah. And I'm going with the same. Uh, how could you not go yeah. with the same? You have to. What are you going with? The only thing that scares me is, like I said, every time we're ready to crown them, we bet big. I mean, I every time we've been ready to crown them as a football public, I wind up putting big money on them, and they wind up fucking blowing it. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing that scares me. 100%, here, yeah. Because this would be the third time this year that we were ready to give them their flowers, and they decided we don't want flowers. I went to add the Chiefs. Um, sorry. I went to add the Bills, and I went to add for next week, and I went to add the Colts straight. The Colts straight affect the parlay by $400. Yeah. Not even worth it. No. I'm like, leave them out. But that's just some food for thought. So, everybody. I know oh, Jack needs a glizzy. Oh. I'm I'm not afraid of approaching the uh, the weird, and I'm I'm gonna stray away here, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go with San Francisco as my glizzy. 
Interesting. I don't know. A lot of how money I on Trey Lance. Yeah, I don't know how I feel. Last time I put my money on Trey Lance, he fucked me. So, um, all right. So, 49ers, Bengals, Bengals, Bengals. Uh, I want to say, even though nobody will hear this at the correct time, I want to say good luck <laughs> to Brian's second half. <laughs> Looks okay now. We'll see what happens. Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't be saying stuff like that. Jarvis Landry, just do it. Do the right thing. Pull yourself from the game. Yeah, just sit down, dude. Yeah. Be in the playoffs. Go play with Odell. I don't care. Go do something else. Then at least one of us wins a fantasy championship here. And that's that, that's, you know? That's right. Um, that brings the our second full regular season to a conclusion. Feels like it's been a bit of a sprint, right? I feel like just, just like a week ago, we were sitting down trying to figure out how to get all this audio equipment working. Now here we are, almost two seasons completely through. It's been weird. We have Brian on full time now. Jack on most most of the time, but Brian full time, great addition. Two year absolute sprint. I think we've moved studios three times three in times. two years, trying to make it work. We're probably going to end up moving again within the next year. Probably. It just let me definitely because my parents are selling this house right. So in February, so definitely in a month next now? February. Oh oh yeah, yeah. okay twenty twenty three. Yeah yeah yeah. So. You just fucked me up for a second. No, no, no. <laughs> I was like, what, they moved it up? Yeah. Um, Imagine, I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to be living in my car. That's what like, I got fixed today. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, yeah, it's been fun. It's been a sprint. Thanks for all the support from everybody. Absolutely. And, uh, I mean, we'll just plug brand new Death to Kayfabe, second episode. It's available now, mm-hmm. wherever you get your podcasts. And then next Friday, so a week from today. Well, not a week from today, but a week from, you know, when this comes this release, out, basically. will be Flashback Friday. We covered SummerSlam 2002, which mm-hmm. is a great WWE pay-per-view card. And then two Fridays after that, we are doing Faction Friday, where we covered Evolution. Yes. So look out for that as well. And uh, the Rewind is going to be on a slight hiatus, probably through the rest of the NFL playoffs after this week. <laughs> There's a lot going on. Yeah. We got a lot going on over <laughs> there. We're trying to make it all work. Um... We good to go? I think so. Is that the show? All right. Well, then, as always, we're brought to you by House of Havoc Podcasting, Tiger Pack Productions, Sachi D. De Niro, and Stay Thirsty Company. Peace out.